Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get up off my feet, I'm dancing to Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher, and I have a fun show for you today. I am going to be getting to all of your questions that you guys have submitted to me on Instagram at Natalie Poucher. Well, I say all, but I really mean almost all of your questions, (laughs) and I'll get to that in a bit. Uh, And then we were actually able to salvage a few clips from the episode that I did with Riley that never aired. So you guys will get to know him a little bit, and then he will definitely be on next week. And we can just ask him any and all questions. And then make sure to stick around until the end of the show to find out who the winner is of our weekly Humble giveaway. Enjoy the show. This is the way I am. It's just the way I am. I am going through all of your questions and look, there's about two or three questions that I get all the time. And one of them I'm just not able to talk about. And I think you guys know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, it's a question I'm just, I'm, in, I'm inundated with and I, I, I feel bad that I'm just ignoring the question, but it's not that I'm ignoring it. I just purposely have to skip those questions, and I hope you guys can understand that and respect that, um, that it's just not something I'm able to, to, you know, to touch on. So I won't get into specifics on what that question is. I think you guys can um, read in between the lines. So I'm going to get to all the other questions. <laughs> I can't wait until that's not a question anymore. You know what I mean? can't wait for that day. (laughs) Now that we've covered that, let's get to maybe some other questions. (laughs) Here's the first question. Any more children? Oh man, I, I get this all the time. And the truth of the matter is that right now, it's an absolutely not for me. It is a no go. I am struggling with this so much because I want a second one because I know that Piper needs a sister or a brother. Um, I say needs because I think it's just so good to have a companion. I know a lot of single children. Um, I have, I have a cousin, I have a few cousins actually that are only, um, children and, they, they don't mind it. They've made their friends their family. But I think I was just raised with so many siblings and I loved having them. Maybe not as a kid because we just, you know, didn't get along or would fight, whatever it is. But as adults, we get along so well. And see, this is where I go on tangents because I know so many siblings that don't speak to each other as well. Like I have a brother, an older brother. Not a lot of people know that I have an older brother. He's sort of in and out of my life, not um, because of me, but because of just some personal things he has going on. He's um, struggled with drug addiction and just a lot of different types of addiction his entire life. And I actually do want to have him on in the next few weeks when he's um, sort of in a better state of mind. But he has a lot to say, and I think a, a lot of people can learn from his story. But so, so for example, like you know, had my mom only had him and my older sister, 
you know, they probably wouldn't have spoken much. So I'm, I'm taking my chances with having another child in hopes that she, you know, and, and the sibling can be close and, you know, make memories together and have each other. And when, you know, Riley and I are old and gray and not on this earth anymore, they at least have each other. Although Riley will disagrees and says, you know, it's easier if there's just one kid (laughs) when we pass away, because then they don't have to fight about money or who gets what. It's probably a little morbid, but it's, eh, it's probably not, not wrong. Um, but yeah, I feel like right now I would be getting pregnant and having baby number two for her. And I don't want to do that. I already sort of had an oopsie with her. I want to do it right this time <laughs> with number two. And I want to really want it. I want to look at that pregnancy test and be so excited about it and not like, oh shit, <laughs> again? So that's where I'm at with it. And Riley and I talked about it and I think we're, uh, we're going to start to try after she turns two, if I'm in the right state of mind. So until then, I'm going to enjoy just having her. I'm going to enjoy the podcast and try to, you know, make something of this, which by the way, we may have some news for you guys next week, um, which is good for you and I. <laughs> It could be very beneficial for us because, you know, I don't make money doing this. (laughs) And so without your guys' rates and reviews and subscribing and listening, um, this show won't last long. (laughs) So I hope I have better news for you next week. Um, We're working on something. So I hope I get to share that. uh, Also, make sure to watch my Instagram because I'm always posting on my stories. I'm terrible at posting on my feed, by the way much better at stories. So yeah, so so make sure to sort of keep an eye out and hopefully I'll be able to announce that soon. Here's another question. Um, who's the nicest celebrity you've met? Oh, that's a good one. There's a few that come to mind and I, I'm going to say nicest because there were a lot of them are actually very nice right? But because I was sort of the assistant and not the star, when I would, I would be the one that would basically book events and, uh, you know, help produce shows and do all these things. But I I wasn't the one that, you know, they were going to be starstruck by, let's be honest. So it's interesting how celebrities act, right? They'll sort of just, hi, how are you? Okay. um, And then when they get to the person that they want to meet, they're like, oh my God. And then they're like gushing over them. And then, you know, you're just chopped liver. (laughs) But I will say that there are a few celebrities that made me feel like I was just as important as the person next to me, which I think is so valuable um, in whatever state you are in, whether you are a janitor or whether you are the principal um, of a school, whether you're the doctor or the nurse practitioner. Um, I, I don't care who you are, where you are. I, I just hope that you treat everyone the same because you just never know in life who will eventually work for you and who you will work for. Um, I just think it's such a big lesson and I've just always been, I've always been taught to, to be humble and to be nice and treat, you know, um, like I just said, you know, you treat the CEO the same as you treat the janitor, right? So I remember being a, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll get back to the story, but I remember being an intern. I went to FITM, which is the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, uh, right out of high school. And I remember I interned at this fashion, it was a, it was a PR fashion firm and they were exactly what you would think this fashion PR firm would be like. I walk in, it's my first day and I am shitting bricks. I just feel like I'm a fish out of water. I have no idea what I'm doing. I wanted to originally get into celebrity styling. And so I, I, you know, through the school was able to get this internship. I get there and I'm not even kidding you. 
every single girl there never once looked me in the eye. Like not even the girl that had to like walk me through and tell me what I was doing that day. No one looked at me. No one spoke to me. I was invisible. And I remember going to the bathroom and you know, the, the, the cleaning lady there at, at the office was in the bathroom and she was cleaning everything. And she was the only one that said hi to me. And she was like, hola, como estas? <laughs> you know, she said it to me in Spanish. And I was like, hola, hola, como estas? And I texted my, I think I texted my mom or my sisters and I go, oh my gosh, you guys, the only person that I've spoken to the entire day is the cleaning lady in the bathroom. <laughs> like no one. No one. I would, I, I would ask a question. I mean, it was like crickets. Oh, that was so brutal. I'm like sweating thinking about it. It was awful. Oh, if you guys have interns, just <laughs> look them in the eye. Ask them how their day is. Say good morning. Thanks for your work. They're not getting paid. Gosh. Anyways, so the point of that story is I have been dealing with this sort of like uh, thou shalt not be spoken to, thou is the help. <laughs> like, I, I just always had that mentality of, okay, I'm just here to to do my work and not be spoken to and whatever. And so um, as my career sort of progressed, I ended up working with different people in different industries, uh, still in the entertainment industry because I really did like the whole, you know, fashion world. And I work with a gal called Nikki Shadro. And it's funny, right before I launched the show, I, I had a dream about her. And I was thinking about all the people that made me feel seen in my career and people that made me feel special throughout my career. And I remember I had a dream about her. And the next morning I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try to find her on Instagram. And I did. And I messaged her. Actually, she messaged me. She was like, hey, your podcast looks so cool. She didn't, ha- she didn't have a clue who I was. And I messaged her. And I'm like, you're not going to probably remember me, but I was your intern and you were a celebrity stylist at the time. And you were doing, she was styling people from um, the couple's retreat. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. And she was living in this like high rise, like probably one of the most expensive um, uh, sky rises in Beverly Hills. It was like on like Star, I forgot the name of it. It It's like Star Road or Star something. And she was in the penthouse. And I was like, damn, like she has made it. She is doing big things. This is what I want to do. And so I remember I was in her penthouse and I was helping her style, you know, all these celebrities coming in and out. And it wasn't like the biggest names, but there were still names. And I I won't ever forget this. Uh, Her phone rings and she's like, hey, will you answer that? I'm like, okay. So I answer it and it's Patty Stanger from Bravo. And this is like the height of Bravo and Patty's career on on Bravo. And I was like, oh, it's Patty Stanger. And I'm like, oh, hi. And she's like, hey, hey, is uh, Nikki there? I'm, I'm not doing her accent well, but she's like, hey, is, is, is Nikki there? I want to talk to her. I got things to do. I got blah, blah, blah. And she just started like chatting my ear off. And I was like, this is so cool. I love this so much. It's just, it's exciting. And you just never know like what's going to happen in the next five minutes. And I just, after that whole experience, I just was obsessed. But anyway, Nikki, I remember telling me she had a bunch of, um, she had like a photo, not a photo shoot, a, a fashion show at like a really high-end hotel. It was like where every celebrity and their mother would go. And she had a fashion show and I had to help her pick models and help dress them. And again, I was just an intern. But I remember her telling me like at the end, she's like, you have a really good eye. Like you're really, really good at this. I hope you know that. And oh my gosh, I never forgot about that. <laughs> something as simple as those two sentences, right? Of just like, you're really good at this. Like, I, like I'm looking, I'm telling you, like, you're good. It just, oh, I was like floating after that. And I had never told her anything. And, and you know, we went our separate ways. I, I, I wasn't even with her for that long. And actually, right after that is when I ended up getting um, the job with my prior employer who I was with for about 
eight years and, and, and some change. And so, and it's funny, in, in that interview process, I had mentioned Nikki Shadra that I had worked with her and um, they had sort of, I don't know if they had really known each other, but they had known, or she knew of Nikki Shadro and it sort of helped me, I think, get the job and be more credible in that whole fashion industry. So it's, it's just funny how that all worked out. Um, but anyways, I, I wake up from my dream cause I dreamt about her and I messaged her and I said, you know, you probably don't remember me, but I will never forget the words that you told me and how encouraging you were to me. Um, and she was like, Oh my God, I just got chills. I do remember you. And blah, blah. and so we just started talking. I'm going to have her on the show in the next couple of weeks. She's, she's so great. So, so great. And now she has like four kids and married. And I think she's like doing a whole other thing. She works for, um, life and style magazine. And so just super cool. Like, again, you just never know who you will end up working with or who you'll end up talking to in the future. So always be kind, always be nice, always end on a good foot. Um, and yeah, that's, that's my little two cents about that. So <laughs> this is a really long winded answer. Nicest celebrity. So it get, it takes me to now my, my last job where I was definitely around a lot of celebrities and people that were very well known. A lot of people that came sort of through the podcast. And so I had to, you know, book a lot of guests and whatnot. Um, so here are a few that stand out to me because they were nice to me. Like they talked to me, they asked me questions. They, they were so kind. Um, Lance Bass from NSYNC. I mean, he wanted to pick my brain about um, having a baby because I was pregnant at the time. And now they're actually having twins, which is so sweet. I messaged him on Instagram, but he'll probably never remember who I am. <laughs> so Lance Bass. Um, Kyle Richards, very sweet. Very, very kind. So we had a bunch, of, a bunch of celebrities come through that show that I was producing. So Gabby Reese walks in and she's seven feet tall. Remember, I'm like five even. I'm very tiny. So I already have a complex as is that I'm just short and I'm invisible. <laughs> that I'm working on this, you guys. I'm working on it. This is self, self-improvement here um, in baby steps. But anyways, so she, out of all people, just the irony of it, right, is her, my, my neck was hurting too. And her neck was probably hurting just like from like looking at each other. But she, I was pregnant and I was producing this show and I was honestly like, probably eight months at that point. And I'm like wobbling around. And I made a comment about how just like nervous I was to be a mom. And she's like, wait, why? Like, why are you so scared? And oh my gosh, like we just had this beautiful conversation. And she was just sort of telling me like, just the the way that she was just talking to me, it was so motherly. It was so sweet. And I'll just never forget it. I, I just remember her taking time out of you know, talking to every celebrity that was in the room and she was just talking to me. So it was just very sweet. Um, Loved her very much. And Natalie Eva Marie, she's a WWE star. She's actually going back to WWE. Uh, Again, one of the kindest, sweetest badasses I've ever met. We also had great conversation. I ended up working with her on another project for another branding thing that we did. And she was just awesome. She was so, so cool down to earth. So yeah, just a lot of these moments, I feel like to me, the ones that stand out are just the ones that make you feel seen. Okay, so that was that question. I'm probably gonna be able to get the three questions because my answers are so long. Here's another one. Would you ever be a celebrity assistant again? This is interesting. So no, (laughs) I think the, the answer is very clear. It sort of came to me after I had Piper that, you know what, it just being an assistant period, whether it's to a celebrity or to a CEO, or if you're an executive assistant, whatever it is, it takes up a lot of your time. And unless you have a structured nine to five or set rules, (laughs) rules and regs that you guys have sort of signed off on that, you know, you'll get your weekend so that you'll get this, you'll get that. Um, it gets, it it takes up a lot of your time. And, you know, when I didn't have a child, it was obviously easier for me to do and go and be on the move because that's just, I, I lived and breathed it and I enjoyed every second of it. 
Um, but now that I have my daughter, I feel like although I enjoyed the job and I enjoy what I did and the task and how just fast paced it was. And honestly, even through like the incredibly stressful times, I also felt like I thrived and I enjoyed it. But now with her, with Piper, I just don't think I would be able to fully give the work the attention that I would normally be used to giving it, if that makes sense. So that was a long answer. Short answer is no. I definitely still enjoy the entertainment industry. Uh, Something like this, like the podcast for me is fun, but I don't feel like I am putting my face out there. I just really enjoy the behind the scenes of it all. I really, really do. So who knows what's going to happen? I definitely got asked if uh, Real Housewives of any franchise were to ask you to be on the show, would you? Honestly, probably not. That's I've seen it. I've been behind the scenes of it. I know what it can do to families. I know what it can do um, to self-esteem, you know, to your self-esteem. I know what it can do to your friendships. And it's just, it's not for me. I love watching these shows because it just allows me to escape the reality. But if it's my reality that everyone's watching and judging on that kind of scale... No, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> we, my family and I almost did a reality show, which is again, ironic, but this was years ago. And it's because my mom had met Randy Jackson and we, my mom was recording her album in one of these like Beverly Hills studios and Randy Jackson was walking by and he heard us singing and he pulls the uh, producer over and he's like, Hey, if that girl sings, I want her. And he was talking about me. Oh, shit. I don't sing. I, I was just doing like backup, like a wee moment <laughs> kind of stuff for my mom. Anyways, you know, you fake it till you make it kind of thing. So we're like, yeah, I sing. <laughs> sure. And I remember Randy, like uh, him and I going back and forth and he gave me this song because he was doing this um a girl band that was like English and Spanish. And so he's like, here, memorize the song and and meet me back in the studio next week. So my mom got my ass into every uh, (laughs) voice class and with the best people. It was probably one of the most embarrassing moments of my entire life. We get to the studio. I have... uh, my, my little song in hand and we get into the studio. He's like, all right, you're going to go into that room and I'm going to stay in here with your mom and your sister and and the other producer. And you're going to just sing. And I'm like, (laughs) don't make me sing. So I get in there and I just start singing. And as I'm singing, I'm like laughing because I'm just mortified. (laughs) Anyways, I finish the song. I go back into the room, which by the way, Randy's also one of the best humans ever. Uh, I get back in. He's like, all right. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that was, that was good. That was good. He's like, you want to hear it? I go, absolutely not. (laughs) No, do not play that back for me, please. I beg you. And so nothing really happened after that. (laughs) He never ended up doing the girl group and it just never really took off. So, um, we never did anything, but he was like, I love you guys. Your mom is great. Look, my mom's always been a star. And so he's like, I would love to do a reality show of you guys. And this is like the height of the Kardashians. And we ended up like recording a pilot and filming a pilot. It went absolutely nowhere. (laughs) We were signed with Fremantle, which they do. um, um, They did. They did Jersey Shore. (laughs) They did America's Got Talent. They did a bunch of shows. And so when they picked us up, we were like shitting our pants because we're like, oh, my God, is this actually going to go? Like, is this, is this going to get picked up? This is so crazy. And it never did for whatever reason. I think we were called the Fat Tashians at one point. <laughs> and yeah, it just, it didn't go anywhere. Um, I think they did say that it was resembling too much of that show uh, just because it was like a mom and her three daughters and then the brother and whatever. So it's fine. Everything happens for a reason. All right, let's get to another question. Mm. 
hardest thing to do for yourself since you've be- become a mom? The hardest thing to do for myself is take the time off. Like I don't have family around to really help me like on a consistent schedule. Like every Tuesday and Wednesday, my mom have her. Like my mom's working. My sisters have kids. They're working. So I really don't have anyone in my inner circle to take care of her. So for me, pulling the trigger on a nanny was very difficult only because I felt like, you know, I'm not working right now. I'm, you know, stay at home mom. And it was almost like, am I allowed to do this? Like, do I, do I, like, am I a bad mom for wanting a nanny, even though I'm a stay at home mom? Does this make sense? And, you know, starting the podcast was, it it is a small job. Obviously, again, I'm not getting paid for it yet. (laughs) So doing this was sort of like an outlet for me to be able to feel like myself again. And taking these, you know, a few hours out of the day when I have a nanny, it's just allowed me to, okay, I can go to the gym again, or I can do this podcast, or I can just sit in my car and do nothing and listen to whatever music I want and not Coco Melon on repeat, you know, 20 hours out of the day. <laughs> so I will say that those, that for me has been the, the biggest gift I could have given myself was getting a nanny just a couple hours a day, two days a week, so that I can focus on myself and whatever makes me happy. It just sort of helps me recharge. So I would say that if you're struggling, if you need a few hours, it's okay to ask for help. And that's been such a huge hurdle for me. I, like Even asking my sisters, like, hey, can you watch her for an hour while I go and go to the DMV or whatever it is I have to do that, like, you know, it would be a nightmare taking a child. It's just asking for help. And, and people actually like to help. That's another takeaway. People really do like to help. They feel like you need them and and it's nice to feel needed sometimes. So I hope that answered your question. <laughs> How do you balance work, motherhood, and a clean house? Well, work, not really working. This is my work right now. Um, motherhood and a clean house. I am definitely a clean freak. I've always had OCD. I haven't been diagnosed with OCD, but I'm sure I probably do. I should probably get a doctor on here and, and ask me all the questions. Um, but I definitely have this, if, for example, for me, if I go to bed and the house is a disaster, I probably won't be able to sleep. So I'm the type that I need to have the house clean before I get into bed. Uh, That doesn't mean showered though. See, this is where I'm weird. Like cleanliness versus tidiness. Big difference. (laughs) Big difference. Some of you guys are like, that's disgusting. Riley, no matter what, has to shower before bed, right before bed. He'll probably take up to three showers a day. I mean, the guy just, it's wild. Uh, But me, (laughs) it's fine. But I want the house, I want everything put away. That is my main thing. So I have basically bins and everything organized with all of Piper's stuff. That way it doesn't take me forever to put things away. It's more about just like grabbing it, throwing it in the bin and and hiding it. <laughs> so that way it's just all nice and clean. And look, if I could live in a model type home, I would all the time. If I didn't have to have hideous, bright colored toys around, I wouldn't. <laughs> And I don't. I'd probably have one of the most boring houses for kids of all time. And I apologize. But that's why, you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But I am actually going to be putting Piper into a little daycare, like a school, in July. So I will transition out of the nanny and into a school. I really do think that she needs it. I take her to my gym once a week, which is just like a little class for 45 minutes. And she's getting worse and worse, like by the day. She doesn't like to share. She wants everything for herself. She like isolates herself. She's such a loner. And I'm sure that's probably normal, but I just, I want her to start interacting more with other kids and not being told what to do by her mom versus a teacher. I think it's just really good for her development and to be out of the house. She's a quarantine baby. 
She really hasn't done much. So I think it's going to be really good for her. Um, and good for me. <laughs> Less mess in the house. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, here's the last question. Do you enjoy cooking for Riley or is it intimidating? Oh, uh, you guys have zero clue. <laughs> Unless you were married to a chef, the the amount of of bodily fluids and sweat that I have to go through every time he asks me to cook, it is just ridiculous. I if it were just me and Piper, which it normally is a lot of the time because he's always working super late. Which look at this point, I'm not mad about <laughs> because it means less meals for me to cook, but. You know, this guy has all these expensive ass toys that I don't want to play with. Those aren't my kind of toys. I don't I don't know what, you know, the cryovac is and and how to sous vide foo, food. See, I, I'm probably saying it all wrong. <laughs> and all these crazy machines. He's like, it's so easy. Just throw it in and it'll be fine. And he always says to me, make love to your food. I'm thinking, uh, I'm a really bad lover then, okay? <laughs> I'm not good. I am not good at this. This is not my forte. And it's probably my fault because when we were dating, I did tell him that I am just a beast in the kitchen. <laughs> Little did he know, I only have three meals that I can make. And it's tacos a badass bolognese, bolognese sauce, and a good chicken soup. But that's about it. That's where I'm, I'm good. I've peaked. I'm done. I've learned a lot of skills, I will say. Random ass little things that I can't wait to have him on so that he can share with you. Um, I've learned so much about food, so much about wine, but that doesn't mean that I enjoy it. I, I just have anxiety doing it. And don't even get me started with baking. Absolutely not. I will not go near flour or sugar or a measuring cup. <laughs> it's not for me. I will Postmates all day, every day. All right. That is as far as I can get to today. I feel like we need to do this again, only if you guys want, because again, this is your show. <laughs> it's not even my show anymore. This is your show. So you tell me what you want. If you guys want to answer, want me to answer more questions in the future, I absolutely will. It was a lot of fun. I'm sorry I can't get to a lot of the questions that you guys want to know, but, um, well, the one question you guys want to know. But again, I hope you guys can just move past that. Let's, let's open a new chapter. <laughs> Anyways, stick around. And we're going to be playing you guys some clips from the Riley episode that never aired. So I hope you guys enjoy that, get to know him a little bit, and then I will have him on next week for sure. And then stick around to the end of the episode where I will be announcing the weekly Humble Giveaway winner. Thank you guys, and I love you. Today, I have a very handsome man, a very mysterious man. <laughs> for you guys, he's mysterious. Although for me, he was too for a very long time. He is the father of my beautiful child. He is the master chef of my kitchen. It is Mr. Riley Huddleston. Hello. Hello. Thanks you're, for having me. Did I say you're me. my fiance? Uh... I don't think I did. I will say, I feel like we didn't have that exciting engagement time. For those of you that don't know our story, we were dating for a year and then, oopsie, got pregnant. And the day, it was my 30th birthday, it was my golden birthday. I turned 30. I was 
uh, t- like 12 weeks pregnant and he decided to propose at the gender reveal. So we found out we were having a girl. He proposes and it's my birthday. It was a wild day. I thought it was pretty epic. No, it was epic. <laughs> it was amazing. It was very cool. We just didn't get to like really enjoy like our engagement. You know what I mean? It didn't, it didn't help that I was like vomiting every five minutes during that whole time. Anyways. I and didn't then have we, to be part of any of that. So it was great for I, me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we, we basically had the baby and we never decided to get married. Dun, dun, drum roll, please. <laughs> do you want to get married? Of course. Do you though? Of course I do. I mean, we're engaged. We have a baby. We're. Do you feel like we're already playing house though? Uh, I'm pretty sure this is definitely house. (laughs) (laughs) See, for me, not that I don't love you, but I feel like, why get married? Everything else is a piece of paper at this point. Why buy the cow when you can have the milk for free kind of thing? Because I feel like I already call you my husband. I call you my wife. Exactly. So like, why why draw the papers? I I don't know the difference, to be honest. I mean, we will, but I don't know the difference. It's great. Playing house right now. Everything. The wife, child, the house, the lifestyle. Everything's great. So what what's the rush to ruin it? Oh God. So you don't care to see me walk down the aisle no, in my dress? You'll be I know now I'm making it about Yes, you'll be beautiful. Oh, thank you, dear. By the way, you should just explain to people what you do, because everyone just thinks that you just cook. <laughs> Which is almost like the opposite of what you do now. So it starts as a chef, but Overseeing all beverage as well, creating the wine list. We get into more as I have a role as an executive chef partner. So I see one of our concepts uh, that is near and dear to us, which is the Lido House uh, that's in our backyard. And then I'm a VP of food and beverage for a development company that is strictly hotel development company, hospitality. It's designing the kitchen, designing the restaurant, the concept, where we're taking it, the music, where the host stand is, how many seats it is. Like the full experience. Everything from literally two years before breaking ground on the hotel to overseeing it once it's open. It's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) But you love it. Love it. Yeah. So you were born and raised... Fill in the blank. Oh, the Pacific Northwest primarily, but born in Montana, lived in Eastern Oregon, Western Oregon, Idaho, all throughout my childhood. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I could get out of the house, not because I didn't love my parents, but <laughs> I was ready to travel and see the world. Yeah. So then I went to Hawaii become an oceanographer (laughs) and then what happened you know you get there it's awesome it's beautiful doing great in school by the way but they tell you oh you get in the water your senior year who's waiting three years on an island you got ants in your pants but why can't you just go on the side like go to school and then on the side go get your scuba tank go get your gear and go explore the water outside of school why do that when you could go to a smaller island and become a chef. Become a chef. <laughs> yeah. Instead of swimming with the fish, you're going to eat the fish and cook the it fish. It makes sense, doesn't By the way, it? It does not <laughs> make sense at all, I have to say. Uh, so that was sort of the gist of your... And it was that quick, huh? And then you just left Hawaii and then you went to the Caribbean. Yeah. Or Caribbean. Caribbean. <sighs> all right. But why... It's, it's Pirates of the Caribbean or Pirates of the... No, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. Exactly. Caribbean. But then people say, well, let's go to the Caribbean. Yeah. It sounds sexier, doesn't it? Caribbean instead of Caribbean. I don't know, actually. No. So you haven't touched a sip of alcohol, by the way, this entire time. You were more of a buffalo stone. You like you. You were more reggae man. You had dreadlocks. And I'm just going to tell everybody. And we're going to have to post the picture. We have we to. We don't have to post no. any pictures. Oh, we do. Of- that, we do. That time in life Piper's where... Piper's going to hear all about it. I didn't drink until I was 20 years old. And now look at you. You're a sommelier. Sommelier? That was the first thing I started drinking was wine. That's probably why. Look at that. 
So sophisticated you are. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, so sophisticated. <laughs> All right. And then you go to culinary school. Yes. In the British Virgin Islands. Yeah. Wild. That was the some of the craziest times living. It's kind of like third world country, but right there by the U.S. Did you love that? Or were you like... Oh, I loved it. Get- you were just... Because you were just free. You were, yeah. I was 19 at the time. Yeah, you were who, free. Who you had dreadlocks. And you couldn't call your parents. Emails didn't really work. So you got one day of phone calls because it was, you'd go buy a, a card to use it, the payphone. And for 10 minutes, it would cost you $25 to use the phone for 10 minutes. So you That's just never. That's such a never, great excuse if you don't want to talk to anybody. You're like, all right, this is costing me $10 a minute. Well, right? until you learn how to hack the uh school's phones and then you could call from the school anytime you wanted (laughs) (laughs) oh there you go that's smart so you were there for how long i was there on and off for two years okay because there's new york in between and this guy's lived everywhere seattle in between yeah and then after that it was like your career just sort of took off yeah and then it opened up restaurants of my own best fries in america Boise Fry Company, baby. <laughs> Boy, you gotta love Boise Fry Company. It was so, we we just went and visited last year. Last year, this year. God, I know. It I don't was even know. The, the, well, this, no, no, this year. But it was so cool to see your very first location that you opened up, and like the backstory behind it, and the fr- like, they haven't changed the menu since since I left. Since you left, well, you yeah, sold. I did sell. Yeah, um, but that's very cool that you that you started that. And yeah. then it made it to TV or the Food Network, and everyone still messages because they'll they'll play it randomly, and they're like, "Is that your fiance on Food Network?" I'm like, "Yes, that was many." I years haven't ago. aged since then, <laughs> so it's very easy to tell. Uh, you really haven't, bastard. <laughs> uh, so, so then you went and you you traveled basically everywhere. Then you went to where? So it was from Boise to Sonoma Coast. As the executive chef director of food and beverage, where that's where I met Bob, my and current employer. And that was employer. at um, Timber Cove. That was at Timber Cove. And, and if you guys haven't seen that hotel, you guys have to look at that hotel, Timber Cove. It's a very, very magical place. Yeah. It's like every car commercial drives through like that windy road um, on the coast. And it's so stunning, but you see it all the time. We have, will you take me one day? <laughs> I would love to take you. One okay, day. good. Maybe we'll especially we pipe. can drive really fast on that wine. Let's road. not. After road to haunt, uh, no. <laughs> After road to you kill almost killed me. No, we're not doing that. Uh, so then Timber Cove, where you met Bob, who's your current boss now. Yep. And, and then you went to. Then he sold the hotel, so I went to Chicago. And that's where you opened up London House. London House, Godfrey. The Godfrey. These are all still very cool hotels. Six other restaurants. That's crazy. And that's definitely like a scene for like food and it's a vibe. I love Chicago. It is a vibe. I would live in Chicago. Not right now. Well, unfortunately after this last year. Yeah. Uh, but before this last year, 100%. Yeah. It's so cool. It's worth the winners. Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, all right. So then after Chicago. Newport Beach. That was it. I just, I just felt like a terrible mom anyway. So I, we put her down to sleep. Riley had to go to work and I'm recording this on Instagram. And as I'm recording this, I'm, I use my hands a lot to talk. And I, I notice when I'm telling the story, I don't have my engagement ring on my finger. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like what? <laughs> Where's my ring? I never take my ring off ever. So now I am in full-blown panic mode. Piper's taking a nap. I call Roberta. I'm like, can you come to my room? I think I lost my wedding ring <laughs> or engagement ring, whatever. So now I am going up and down the stairs, going back to the scene of the crime where she was locked in the car. I am like full-blown panic mode. And, and then you call me. And then I call you. And again, he's like, it's all right. It's going it, to be fine. It's somewhere there. It will be and fine. And then can I tell you something? I was like, this is a bad omen. This is not like I all, I believe in signs. And then I went from this is a bad omen to wait a minute. 
that means that I'm, maybe I'm losing weight. <laughs> maybe my finger's so thin that the ring just flew off my thing, my skinny finger. And then I thought, wait a minute. That's such a mom thing. And by then the way. I thought, and then I thought, well, it's probably insured, so I can get a new ring. And I'm thinking, maybe this is a good sign. And then I found the ring. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, I'm not uh, skinny and I'm not getting any ring. It was hidden underneath all of the other jewelry that I must have just like thrown off my body after after coming out of the pool. I don't know. It was just hidden under there. It was just like it was a day from hell. Not going to lie. For me, cool, calm and collected. But inside, were you freaking out? No, just want oh. to kill you. Oh, because <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? That that, like, that would have been the second. Constant... That would have been the second ring that you've given me that I that would have yeah. lost. Yeah, and we don't want to bring up the first ring, which Oof. you just did. If you guys, because I always I get like frustrated of you. every time you bring it up. Do you even know how I lost it? In well, you told me you lost it in your car. It just fell off magically <laughs> as well. They just I didn't fall tell off. him the details of that story. I don't think you need to because <laughs> we don't need to actually get me more frustrated because I don't want to <laughs> buy her any more rings. I know. I feel like ninety nine percent of you have listened throughout the years, so you guys probably know all these stories. But for the ones that don't know the stories, I was we found out we were having a baby when he was in Paris and he was blending champagne for Piper Heitzig. And the day that I told him, there was a couple of days in between. There was a few hours because it was a very long flight. But I told, him, long I told flight. him right before he was about to board the flight that, surprise, <laughs> we're having a baby. Anyways, and so when he was out in, in Champagne, France, blending for Piper Heitzig, um, he was he was blending an exclusive bottle for, for Lido House. And he was like, guess what? It's going to take nine months to make and bottle this champagne and I was like oh, that's crazy we're gonna name our daughter Piper Rose not Rose just Rose <laughs> that would have been a little too alcoholic-y <laughs> right on the nose yeah so um what was I getting at you were getting at the ring that I got you right. remember I so can tell then... the story about the ring <laughs> that was very unique I thought it would be a it was a orange diamond rough it was Stunning in my opinion. Very small, but stunning <laughs> in my That's right. opinion. Can you say that again? <laughs> yeah. And that it was just no. I slipped that one right in. Yeah. And then it could be passed down to Piper because it was bought when we find it. But found remember, out. I oh, and thought you lost that, it. I <laughs> Do you even know how I lost it? In, well, you told me you lost it in your car. It just fell off magically as well. They just I didn't fall tell off. him the details of that story. I don't think you need to because <laughs> we don't need to actually get me more frustrated because I don't want to <laughs> buy her any more rings ever again. Oh, my gosh. Or really anything nice. I'm so pregnant. And um, <laughs> this is one of the times. I don't think you know this part. No, because you Riley literally didn't said, know, it's in the car Riley somewhere. didn't know that I ate... Um, drive through food when I was pregnant. I think as much as I as Until I actually did. this trip to Hawaii, I didn't know she didn't eat anything but good quality, wholesome food. Your girl went to three drive throughs in one day. But look, look, look. I I was craving the taco at Taco Bell, but the fries from McDonald's and like the chicken nuggets, I think from Burger King. Like I'm I shaking had my head right now and rolling my eyes. <laughs> this just is why I in case this anybody is wondering what my reaction is. Listen, and then so, so the true story is that I was, I think it was in the Taco Bell bag. I was like going in and like, I, I think it was in the bag. When you told me it's in the car, so then I go look. Well, because I had and been sticking no, my hands in and well, I was eating in the car. I mean, that's if you don't get drive through and eating your car while pregnant, you you haven't really enjoyed life. Like it is the best, and then you listen to like either a podcast or your like your favorite songs or something. It's like it's magical. I will say, <laughs> you are looking at me as if I like as if you're watching like my 300 pound life I babe I was pregnant it's you lost my ring and it was by <laughs> e while eating the gross uh, the grossest stuff on the planet okay well you know what in you my opinion eat, you used to eat it in high school yeah that's it was a long long <laughs> long time ago 
hope you guys enjoyed those few fun clips from Riley and I's episode. I can't wait to have him on next week and sort of put him in the hot seat. <laughs> let's ask, let's just make him feel really uncomfortable. He's such a shy guy. So hopefully he'll open up to us a little bit more. All right, everyone, let's get to our first weekly humble giveaway brought to you by Blue Air Purifiers that are now available at Target. And let's see who the winner is. The winner of the $50 gift card to Target is Core King. Okay, Core King, I think your name is Courtney King. I won't even say your last name. You know who you are. DM me on Instagram. Find me, I will find you, I will DM you, and I will get you that $50 Target giveaway. I'm so excited for you, I'm so happy for you. Spend it on whatever you need, what you don't need. <laughs> Maybe you buy something for someone else, but it's well-earned, well-deserved. I'm sure you need it, so go enjoy it. Now for our next giveaway, it is a company that I absolutely adore, and I always get asked, questions about where Piper gets all of her bows for her hair and it's from a company called Summer and Sloan and they are giving you guys a three-month subscription of all bow ties for your baby's hair and maybe you don't have a kid but maybe your sister does or maybe your brother does or maybe your grandchild or someone that you know a friend has a someone you know has a baby <laughs> And that baby, if it's a girl or maybe a boy, needs beautiful hair bows. If you guys want to enter to win, again, go to my last Instagram. Go make sure you comment, subscribe, rate, review, do all the things. The more times that this generator sees your name, the more chances you have to win. So again, they're weak. They're, they're, they're very humble sort of giveaways, but I just thought it would be fun to do something to give back to you guys since you guys give me so much. So I hope you guys enter to win. Again, make sure to subscribe, rate, review, and remember, stay humble and stay hungry. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.